Okay guys, how's it going? You're very welcome to episode 7 of Sweet Velvet Life. Pierce and Fiona here with you. I know it's been a while, hasn't it? It's been a while. How's it going? Yeah, I think people thought that maybe we went off the radar into podcast obscurity or something because I think that seems to happen quite a lot. But no, we haven't. We're here, we're back and we have valid reasons for not being around. But you're very welcome to episode seven. It's a Halloween special. But we'll get to that in a minute. Feeling spooky. Yeah, I kind of am actually hair tingling, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but uh, of course, if you'd like to get in touch with the podcast, you can do so on sweetvelvetlife at gmail.com. And yet again, big shout out to the lads in Republic of Luce for allowing us use their wonderful music for our intro. And yes, as you keep saying, Fiona, and I agree with you, we'll get them in yet. We'll get them, yes. We will. Yeah. Yes. Come on, lads. Come on the show. Come on the podcast. Yes. We're yes. putting it out there publicly. Okay, so listen, it's been, oh my God, it's been weeks upon weeks upon weeks since we last uh, did this. And we, of course, just want to thank PJ for our last podcast. Uh, very insightful look into his life, I thought. Yeah, yeah. You know, the man who spends every day of the week chatting to people and finding out their story. And he came in and very honestly told us his story which a lot of people have come up to me afterwards and they were quite taken by it yeah I was too he's a gent yeah PJ is a gentleman and I mean I know him a long time I know him since I'm about 14 years of age but there was things that I didn't know about him that I now know since we did the podcast which was fantastic absolutely yes absolutely thanks PJ thank you so I just want to touch very very briefly on my reasons for not uh, having the podcast Um, Firstly, I suppose I I had a number of weeks off holidays and I'd worked so hard for the year that I just was absolutely knackered. And I just thought, you know what, I need to take time off. I need not to do anything for a while to do with broadcasting. And then, unfortunately, I had the sad incident of where one of my best pals, a very, very good friend of mine, passed away. And I suppose I went to what could only be described as a sad place. Um because he died through suicide and it was very sudden and we certainly didn't expect it. There was a group of friends of us that did a lot of things together. A number of years ago, we went to Berlin to welcome in the new year. I don't think Berlin has ever recovered from that trip. We did, but it didn't. And, um, you know, it's a sad story. You know, he's a good, good friend. and I'm so sorry, Pierce. It's really sad. Listen, it's the journey of life, you know. And it was bizarre the night that he did pass away I was thinking at home, I was sitting at home and I was like, my God, I haven't spoken to Justin in in a number of weeks. I must drop him a message. And then suddenly, fate is what you could call it. Next thing, biddledum, my Facebook messenger made a noise and there was a message from Justin. So we had a beautiful conversation for a number of hours, a bit of a catch up. And the conversation kind of just, it stopped because I thought that maybe the guy had fallen asleep or he had nothing more to say to me. But, uh, you know, as it turns out, it kind of, I suppose, coincides with the time where we believe that he went to sleep and went on to his nirvana, his bit of peace. So it hit me harder than I actually thought it was going to hit me. You know, I always knew I was going to be sad, but I really went to this sad place where I kind of just took myself out of life, really, for about three weeks. You know, yeah, I came to work and I went home, but none of my friends saw me, none of my family heard from me. I just, I didn't expect to get hit with what I got hit with, the the feelings and the emotions of sadness. So I think I kind of just took myself away to try and figure it all out. And yeah, I have had friends say, well, you could have come and spoken to us, Piers. I actually couldn't. I was too sad. I couldn't talk about it. I couldn't bring myself to verbalize how I was feeling, although I knew how I was feeling. And that's the kind of guy I kind of am sometimes. I need to go away and sort things out in my head, sort out the feelings and the emotions, I suppose, and, you know, figure out the wood from the trees, as they say. Mm. And, yeah, now I figure that out, and I'm okay with it, as okay as can be, I suppose. Mm. But I'm back. And we're back. And here we are. Here we are. Here we are. No, it's so sad. I mean, suicide is just... It's the saddest thing. Yeah. But... Because you I, never I think, get a chance to say goodbye. Well, this is it. Oh, yeah, you absolutely. Know? But in a way, he did say goodbye to you, it seems. Yeah, well, you know? reflecting on it, that was his goodbye. Yeah. You know, because it, it just everything was so planned. 
you know, he had his funeral plans all laid out. And that's the kind of guy he was. And he was a very private kind of guy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But I think... I feel kind of honoured that, you know, he did take the time out to say goodbye to me. It means that yeah. he cherished our friendship, I guess. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. and he didn't, he didn't want to, to leave this life without having a conversation with me, yeah. you know. And there's a whole group of other friends as well. And he had contacted them in his own way as well. I think it's, it's the journey the, of life. It is. It's the journey of life. It's the one thing that we can be certain of, all of us, is yeah. death. Yeah. And I think when somebody close to you dies, it causes you to reflect... Very much and so. meditate on your own life. Yeah. You know, and I think that's really important. Yeah. You know, and, you know, like you said, you didn't want to talk to other people. You just wanted to go into yourself and, and think about it. that's so important. And, I, and, and it was funny because I was talking to my brother about it. And my brother, I think he kind of got a little bit worried. And I said to him, no, 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 no. You know, there was nothing to worry about. It's not like I went into that space, headspace. It was nothing like that. It was very much, I just needed to... I suppose, shut down the shop and reflect on my own thoughts and feelings about it all. I suppose, be aware of the fact that, yes, I am very sad and be okay with the fact that I'm very sad. And within that period of time that I kind of stepped away, I took that time, I suppose, to reflect on the friendship I had and also to, I suppose, nearly hug the sadness and make it my friend and make me make it okay, that it's okay to feel this way. And once I kind of sorted through all of that, I kind of came out of the bubble that I was in then. Bang on. That's you what know? you need to do. You need to embrace the emotion. Yeah. And, you know, give the love and the memory to your friend. Yeah. And hopefully his spirit will move on in happiness yeah. because of that, you know. Yeah. yeah. Loads of people loved him. And yeah. And my poor daughter didn't know what to do because I live with my daughter and I live with my grandson. And yeah, OK, she saw me. She had no choice but to see me because she lives with me. But I do think she was a little bit worried too because... You know, I did even kind of take myself away from her a little bit as well. And maybe that's because I'm her dad and my role is to protect her. And as her protector, I didn't want her to see my upset and my sadness because I just didn't want to put her in a situation of her not knowing what to do and how to deal with it. But in essence, I probably put her in that situation anyway because she really didn't know what to do. But I did keep reminding her, listen, I'm OK. You just got to leave this one with me. And I'll come out of this. And I did come out of it. And don't get me wrong, I mean, I was still very social and I was still dad, Pierce, granddad. I was still all these things, but I was just in a different plane, different level, I suppose. Yeah. It was the easiest way of trying to... Quiet in yourself with your thoughts. Very much so, yeah. That's, that's, I could have just said that and saved eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but this, in a sense, I suppose, is my explanation as to why there's been no Sweet Velvet Life from, you know, on, on, on my behalf. And you being the friend that you are, you allowed me that space and I appreciate oh, that. Of course. But, and I, and it, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's a kind of a, a funny thing though, like the, the title of our podcast being Sweet Velvet Life. Yeah. You know, like what we need to bring in is the positivity. Like we were saying, the one thing in life that you're certain of is death. So yeah. it's very hard to talk about a sweet velvet life without talking about the sadness. Yeah. Isn't it true? Yeah, but out of that sadness, I'm, I'm in a nicer place now, you know. Because I've took that time to reflect and reflect on our friendship and reflect on the events that happened and try and, I think as humans, we try and figure out maybe why someone did what they did. And when we figure that out to make it okay in our heads, then we're okay. You know, and everybody, I guess, and all my other friends, because there was a group of us, we were, we were affectionately known as the Crane Lane Six because I think we kept the place going <laughs> with sales of alcohol for a long time. We're the only people. It's funny because we laugh and joked about it because obviously we met up a lot around that time because, you know, like life, everybody, we don't see each other as often as we used to anymore because everybody has gone in different directions in life. Some of life. the lads have found love and, you know, that they're taken up with that. But, um, but yeah, it gave us that time, I suppose, to kind of reflect and... You know, we all connected again and we realised that there was that closeness again, which is lovely. But out of a sadness, I guess, I'm okay with it now. There's, there's a bit of happiness now because we've, you know, we've been able to reflect on the times we had together and the life of that wonderful man. So, you yeah. know, rest in peace, my friend. We'll see you. I'll, no doubt I'll see you again sometime you in that big party side. in the sky. Yeah, And it kind of, this kind of brings us in nicely to where we are this week with uh, Sweet Velvet Life. It's episode seven. It's our Halloween special and a number of weeks back, myself and Fiona decided 
to hook up with the guys from Ghost Era, Anthony and the gang. And we went on a ghost hunt down to Kelkill, down in beautiful West Cork. And, and you know what, what was brilliant? And it kind of set the whole tone of when we went there. Because what people have to understand, we were driving down there, the weather was kind of crap. And suddenly we came to this road because we were following it on Satnav. It's not exactly a village that's uh, on the... The beaten, the beaten track. track. Yeah. It's kind of off it a bit, so we kind of, yeah. And as and it was funny because as we were coming, there was one point, and next thing there was just this string across the road with a sign saying, road closed. So we were there like, okay, <laughs> this 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 is strange, right? It's, it doesn't seem like it's an official road closed kind of thing. It's like somebody put it there. So then the sat-nav took us on, and then we had to turn down this road that I can only describe as... Those small country roads where only one car can fit and the grass in the middle, yeah. is in the middle. So we turned down and I always remember we turned down and we're driving down and next thing, <laughs> these lights came behind us as another car turned down and it was literally like something out of wrong turn. And I remember thinking to myself, we're not actually going to get to our destination at all. We're going to end up in some basement, <laughs> in some abandoned farmhouse that nobody even knows exists and that's going to be how our life ends <laughs> for us. <laughs> but I, I kind of set the tone nicely for where we were going and we eventually got there and it was so atmospheric. Yeah. So, was, uh, yeah. There was, stuff happened that night, Pierce. Yeah. Stuff happened. And the beauty is, we're now going to play you that stuff. So here's Sweet Velvet Life's Halloween special with our ghost hunt with Ghost Era. Ooh, enjoy. Whoa! Behold, okay, so we're Carrigan here at Ass Castle. Carrigan Ass Castle. It's uh, certainly very castly looking. And we've just arrived. So it's August 27th, 2019, and myself and Fiona have travelled all the way down to Kale Kill down in West Cork. It's not too far from Bantry. And we're just about to visit Carriganass Castle. Uh, Laurie Cronin, who's one of the Ghost Era team, travelled down with us. And the other two members that we are meeting down there are Anthony Kerrigan, who's a founding member of the group and also team leader. The group did begin in 2009. And the other team member that we are going to meet tonight is Keen Scannell, who's also from Killarney in Kerry, the same as Anthony. And he's been with the group for years. And just to set the scene, we're down a little country roadway in the middle of nowhere. And we've got this old, daunting little-looking castle in front of us. And it's getting... And the fog is coming in. And it's getting dark. And the rain is coming down. It's a cool castle. What do you think? It's a really cool castle. Well, it's a castle in ruins. It's four stories high, typical to your tower house style. There's no roof and it's raining, so we're going to get wet. Uh, there's a really nice, strong barn wall around around it. It's definitely, it was like a, an impressive, it's an impressive looking ruins of a castle. It's your first time here, Larry. What are yeah, your thoughts? Yeah, like the windows now already. You don't? No. In what way, like? Like, who's looking out? We can't see in. <laughs> There's no floors, though. Ghosts don't need floors. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually one of the things. Higher status because it has bigger windows. It would have been used yeah, for longer. Yeah, they're huge windows, aren't they? They're big windows, yeah. You can see some of the narrow little slits, the gun loops, yeah. are still there as well. But it was uh, definitely a high status castle. Yeah. First impressions, we're here. What do you think? Yeah, well, it's getting dark, like, so it's getting a bit spooky, all right, like. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know you're a little bit sceptical about this. We've spoken about this. Yeah. So I I'm really interested yeah, yeah. to see, because I've been with these guys before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am. I'm, look, I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm happy to be staying back with the recorder and watching. Yeah. I, um, like, I worked in archaeology for eight years and I never saw any ghost. I've, I've never seen anything like that, so I don't know, we'll see. But uh, I do, I'll be totally honest, full disclosure, I am a very emotional person and I do get quite taken in by things. Okay. So I'll try and be as objective as I can, Pierce. Yeah, yeah. Just how about you? How do you feel? I'm excited. Yeah, you know um, what's going to happen, I suppose. Well, no, I actually don't. Because well, nobody knows what's going to happen. Nobody like, knows, but, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like, I, I know what these guys do and they're brilliant at what they do. 
Yeah. And it's it's not like the TV where they're trying to get the Hollywood answer. They're actually very spiritual about it. Yeah. You know, and, and there's this connection with them, with what they're doing. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. My God, the wind is unreal. Right. Yeah. Let's crack on. But yeah, they seem like a good, like really sound don't worth type of team yeah they're not airy fairy like I no, don't get an airy fairy but no and the like, thing is they yeah. all work in various different some of them work in various different things that have nothing to do with, mm-hmm. with this you know so they're just normal people who I suppose have this gift and yeah. they were all got drawn together mm-hmm. so I'm looking forward to this anyway you want me to here's Anthony Kerrigan now the team leader of Ghost Era it's very atmospheric for doing something like this right what do you hope to get out of tonight? Or do you have any hopes? I suppose we um, will... I know we'll make contact. I know we'll contact the other cycles. We're a very spiritual team. We call ourselves a psychical research team, so we're connecting with a mind to do spiritual kind of experiments, uh, like seances, um, mirror scrying, um, the Ouija board, the talking board, but we do various other kind of experiments around um, the spiritual theme of paranormal investigation. So I think we will make contact tonight. It's just trying to find the links between, or a pattern between two different types of results. And if we can link it with whatever type of history we've got here, maybe what we've got in the investigation in the past. You know, so we'll just, uh, we'll do a bit of mirror scrying, which is looking into a mirror and see if can emotions and uh, face change uh, see if we feel and it's like you get into a meditative state and see if you can uh, see get, get any names or hear any uh, f- see any faces in your mind's eye so we've come indoors and the team has set up in a two room building okay just to note right now that uh, the team have insisted that we have to turn off the lights <laughs> We're in the, would we say the eastern wing? Yeah. Of the bond. So it's an upstairs room, so the, the beauty about this now, I think, is that we're, number one, we're indoors because it's bloody freezing outside. <laughs> but, yeah, it's going to be a much more controlled environment for stuff, I think, anyway, so I'm really excited. I just can't believe you have to turn off the lights. We do, but the shit's ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> to play the game properly. Yeah. <laughs> What you, I suppose, the experience now, the listener and yourself, uh, most one common way the spirits can come through is actually talking. So you m- might hear strange, audible over the recording um, voices coming in which aren't replicated by any of the team or yourselves. Um, so it's when listening back over the recording that you most commonly hear. 80% of the time there's a, there's a strange sound anomaly. So I hope so. It is. It's so like I've got the I've got a pop shield on and everything, so yeah. it should just pick up kind of what's in the close area. But it True. picks up. I can't wait to let yeah, yeah. I suppose around about eighty percent of the time we get something strange. About about twenty to thirty three percent of the time we we hear ourselves or we experience ourselves as well. So I was just to keep an, an ear open. <laughs> like myself and Pierce obviously aren't part of the actual group, mm. but would we not being part of the group or not being used to this sort of thing would we interfere with the connection no not really i suppose you want to make contact themselves you know um now you might get a few people like we've had on investigations that might sort of block it you know or s- certain ways but it, it depends like if you're willing to be open then they're, they're free to be open as well and yeah. um, the like I'm trying to be open but I kind of feel nervous as well at the True. same time I don't yeah. want to be but I, I'm nervous yeah. mainly that I don't want to be blocking it by <laughs> any sort of no, timing no well do, I will probably go back to an investigation we did in the past where somebody was on the plant chat and they had a finger fully on it and it was uh, wasn't moving at all the plant chat now they came off the plant chat and, and somebody came on it and two seconds into the uh, into the rest of the session the, the plant shirt started moving around and then just two seconds or probably about ten seconds sorry about ten seconds the uh, person collapsed because of the amount of power that was in it they just went poof, straight back they just fell straight back because the person that was on, on it previously had their fingers so solid on it it's like, it's like putting your foot over a hose pipe yeah. and then as soon as that other per- he, he, that person came off and that person came on 
flew. It flew, and the plant she went around and then that person just yeah, got so over. Yeah, gently touched the plant. It's a plant that, shed, yeah, it's planchette, yeah. Planchette. So planchette. planchette. Yeah. Okay, so the team has set up and we're all ready to go. And the lads have now involved us in what's called a safety prayer. So we lightly drop our arms to the side, left and right arms by our sides. Take a deep breath in and out. Deep breath in and out. Imagine a bright white light coming in towards your head, towards your torso, to your lower torso, a blinding white light of love and protection, going in towards your left arm, into the other person's right arm, making a full circle this present moment, a blinding white light circle. We're asking our spirit guides for clear communication tonight, We're asking for spirits who want to communicate, give us clear answers. We'll be doing some various experiments, ways of contact for you to give answers to. We will query, question, but only with a kindness, dignity. That include Pierce and Fiona on the outside of the circle as well as the present moment. Mother and Father God, life of all creation, life of what we are, we give thanks to all that we are and all that we have. We unfold the violet flame, burn up through towards our bodies, transmuting any energies out of alignment with our iron presence. That's it, be. Okay, dear spirits, there's five questions I would like you to answer for us. The first question is, which clan set do you represent? Move this wooden instrument to show which sept clan you represent. Sometimes it takes a while for the energy to come forward to circuit. Use the energies that are around. Hear these words, hear these cries, spirit from the other side, come to me. I summon thee across now, the great divide, come towards us now, step forward. Let us reach towards you, you reach towards us. And keep the plant shed, just move six inches in a straight line. Invert it back to the centre. You move the plant shed more directly, thank you. Now the plant shed just gone in a direct line between O'Doherty and O'Connell. Okay. Okay, dear spirit, the two cards are Doherty. And O'Connell, which set clan do you represent? Can you move it directly towards? It's gone to a dirty. So a dirty, it's a coat of arms card, it's a shield, it's got white.
or more. Step out of the shadows and into the light, step out of the light and into the shadows. What light is heavy, what heavy is light. The time is now, now is now, and now shall be. Please move the planchette to the direction. There's heat on my hand. Towards the enemy or foe. So we'll just go with the, see what the cards are, and we looked into answer that. So it's Clark was clergyman. Murray was, uh, it means lord and, or master, and Carol means victorious in battle. Victorious in battle. How are you feeling now? You didn't, you didn't react badly. My head's so funny, my ears. You were saying something, but you could hear whispering. Because I remember you looked at me and I was like, shit, I didn't hear it. Both yeah, I heard whispering um, sort of down yeah. that way. Now it could be keen, it could be keen, but you might hear something over recorded. It might not sound like keen. It might be some particulars. It might be actually saying something to us there, replying back. Um, but we could ask now for them to come to, if, to make a noise down below if they want to. I remember the last time you got them to tap the board. So they tapped. They tapped the number of times you asked them to as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they, they hear the tapping and knocking. They, they do hear it on the, the times now and now. We'll probably do a sense now after this and ask for them to. Um, Is that where they come through with you? That's yeah, the sort of channeling where they come through. Uh, see, more I'll, 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 I might leave it tonight. Just see how. <laughs> <laughs> I leave it tonight. Maybe the channel. But what I do is I get them more to interact with the surroundings around us, calls and breezes and stuff there and whatever we get on the board um, we'll just go with whatever we found out already this evening and um, you know if they're feeling hurt and who's the owner now it could be something to do with somebody here that was a, in our um, I, don't, I don't know what time period we'll probably find out here if we find out the time period we might be able to link whatever it was to do with the cars we have Kean who's over in the opposite turret and he's squaring now he's out of the, the present toilet we're in. Was well, he gone from downstairs? He's gone from downstairs. He's over the corner now, so he's we've got him. Oh, the outdoors? Yeah, whatever. He's fine, he loves the darkness. He's called the dark destroyer for no reason. Yeah. And now what we've got here now is the Frank's box, which is a radio, so it scans through the airways. Frank's box. It's using AM or you can use AM or FM. Where frequencies. What we do is we scan the airways. Now we have radio stations, we're next to a garden station, you know, we can be <coughs> truckers going past. Uh, but um, we, we sometimes get voices uh, over, the, uh, over the spot. Now what I do is I speak loudly, dear spirits, so if you want to communicate with us. So, I, Anthony, is going to place my finger on the planchette, Lai is placing her finger on the planchette, and, La, and Fiona is. We're placing our index fingers on the planchette. First question I'm going to ask is, what have you been doing today? At this stage I was kind of starting to worry 
about if anything was going to happen because the last time I went on a ghost hunt with these guys, um, the Ouija board and the Frank's machine gave us an awful lot, but this time it didn't. So I was starting to wonder if anything was going to happen at all. Do you find it frustrating sometimes This is where stuff is really about to get interesting now. Part of me has been worried that maybe nothing is going to happen. But believe you me, if you stay listening, this is where we'll see Anthony channel the spirits through him. And this is where things start to get a little bit freaky. Give me the essence of breath now, dear spirits. Come and step forward. Now's your time. Hear these words, hear these cries, spirit from the other side, come to me, I summon thee, cross now the great divide. The light I see, the dark I am blind, in the world I walk, in the circle this flies. Comes towards us now, move this table, slant it to one side, rotate it, levitate it. Graffa, are you graffiti? Better to do with Donald Cameron Sullivan. There, if you have anything to do, if you worked on the land here, worked in the castle, maybe you were a sheriff. I thought I said sheriff. Yeah, sheriff. sheriff, money, collecting. Did somebody may not have any money and you took advantage of something? Come towards us now, step forward. Table is 
starting to shake. In the light I've seen, the dark, I'm blinded, the world I walk in a circle, this flies. There's somebody just growling there. Just a second ago, I heard a little moan or growl. Wasn't growls like a, oh. Use your voice. A spirit has used your voice. Use your voice, slant the table, rotate the table, use the energies that are within us, around us, spirit guides, aspiritus, come forward. Where's the money now, the gold? did you do instead of the money? Shoot, I was where you are. trade for you traded didn't you you traded something else for the money that something sexual temptation no money given Something else received. Hear these words, hear these cries. Spirit from the other side, come to me. I summon thee, cross now the great divide. 
Step out of the shadows and into the light. Step out of the light and into the shadows. What light is heavy, what heavy is light. The time is now, now is now, now it shall be. somebody did you hurt somebody make footsteps if you were on the wall maybe show us how Bang on the door downstairs. 
knock on the window. Your lady. You're hurt. You suffocated or burnt. Suffocated. Did somebody do something onto you? Please. Show us around this table. You no need to be afraid. You will go to your truthful destination. There will be no trading anymore. No slavery. There's somebody of ill repute. You are to go to your truthful destination as well. I'm getting a man with a like a cavalier hat on. Charles the first time. Charles the first time, is that something to do as in Royalist? Sound with your voice now.
of James. We know what it is, we know what it is. We'll be leaving now. Safety concerns, we're gonna probably stop this there. Okay, spirit guide, we're gonna close this down now. That's the spirit guide to close it down. That's for the spirit guide to always and forever to close it down. Okay. Okay. That was fucking intense. Okay. Gotta try more or we finish it. Finish it most of the time. So. My fucking chest yeah. is tight as fuck. All past eleven. <coughs> okay. Sometimes when we do the closing down times before. The fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? Ah, uh, the the, the radio. Um, Supposed to be all hold hands for this one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 it was definitely sound in the Oh fuck it, hell, man! It was everything. Downstairs was yeah. Jeez, the t- I thought the table was going to take off. So what do you think? Uh, I thought the table thing was kind of freaky there, all right. <laughs> I actually thought the table was going to start. I, t- I actually thought the table was going to take off. What? That was going into the right. I thought the table was going to take off and it'd go with somebody. I thought it was going to go. I went to it. I don't care. People would say in olden times possession. And, and are you aware of what happens, or do you go black? No, I, I lose control of my body. Um, well, most common would lose yeah. control of my tongue, but sometimes would be slightly my body as well. Like, mm-hmm. but my mind is still there. Yeah. But if, if I want to come out of it, there I think of my children and they come back in again. Yeah, the other way, it's probably UV light. The light brings it away and speeds up the time. Oh, uh, the noises I heard downstairs. Well, when the table was rocking, I heard. Well, we we heard a good few distinct noises downstairs. I have to say that as well. My chest yeah. is, is loosening out now. Yeah. My chest got very tight, but I got this mad smell. Yeah, 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 same as, yeah. I don't, I don't smell know, something it sweet or, or fiery, like a fire, do you know, after a fire when you come upon yeah. that musky smell. My, my, my sense of smell is crap now, really, to be honest, but I did get it. just gone into the red yeah. The whole time I got this taste and smell, and the smell was like if you come upon a building after a fire and that musky smell. Yeah, yeah. And then I got a mad... I don't know how to explain it. Taste. The metal taste means blood or something. Yeah, like that. Like and the chest thing. Like my chest is still tight, but it's it's it's. It's not as bad as it was. There was there was one stage there where I was thinking, oh, "Geez, man, I'm actually going to have to leave." Yeah. Yeah. I felt that uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. The conditions do when you do get that, like you know, the metal feel, and yeah. that's mostly blood. You know, so blood down the throat there. What it went to do with hanging or some other. Yeah, it might not really have to do with that, it might be something to do with some other uh, disease, a queer disease okay. as well that makes that happen, right? Okay, so we're moving from the top room where we were. Of course, all armed with chairs out, thank God the lights are on. <laughs> colder down here than maybe th- that could be our body heat then that we have <laughs> Jesus you're roasting my hands are freezing oh I got a, I thought I got a poke in the back as well Ooh. you did you uh, there was one stage where you were feeling a tap on your shoulder yeah upstairs yeah you felt a tap on your shoulder and I could see you looking and everything yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I did I felt it you know you get jumpy as well though yeah, no, no, it wasn't a jumpy thing, though. Yeah. You just actually looked as if somebody tapped your shoulder. Because you see, you see, what you have to remember is I was watching all of you. I didn't have my hands on anything, so I was watching everything. And it wasn't a... You were freaked. It was like genuinely somebody... Because you went, oh, someone just tapped my shoulder, and I could see you looking. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just the two of us. That was unreal. Mm-hmm. I actually thought it was going to take off and fire in the direction. Things of got a little crazy after a while, all right, yeah. Um, 
when Anthony's voice changed, that was a bit weird. I watched your face. It was classic. <laughs> well, I was worried he was going to get sick. Yeah. At one stage. Um, I didn't know what to do, to be honest with you, because, like, I, I didn't know whether to keep my hands on the table when it went crazy or you just have to just go with it, don't you? Yeah. What did you think? Tell me what you thought. I thought I was actually... I still have a tightness in my chest. I actually thought I was going to get sick at one stage. Really? Yeah. It's just this... I got a smell and a taste. And I have to say, when the table really started rocking and moving around the room, because, like, you you all got up. Yeah, yeah. You were really following it. Yeah, we were following the table around. Yeah. Yeah. I I have to say, I got a little bit unnerved. Mm. Because I've never seen something like that. Not to that extent before. Um, Yeah. Wow. I'm a bit shook now, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> but mainly it was it was the 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 voice that came through Anthony. Mm. Um sounds like there was some sort of a sheriff or a soldier or something that had to do really bad things. That's what I'm getting. You know so what I thought far. was amazing when the table was moving and they asked was it a guy with the beard mm-hmm. and it stopped. Yeah. Stopped completely. You may not have got it because you would. You know, yeah, I saw that, but I didn't quite get what that meant. Do you know? Is and then it, a, does that mean that that's not the guy? That's what I was thinking. Not me. Then once they went back to the female again, it suddenly started going mad again. Yeah, it's hard to know. It's a bit. You're you're freaked out, are you? No, no, I'm not actually. I'm kind of. I'm yes. all right. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. a little bit. I'm like, whoa. I'm a little bit because it's not every day you see something like that happen. Exactly. So I'm a little bit. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so there we go. There you have it. Obviously, we're back in the safety of the studio now after yeah. all of that. But, um, yeah, what was your thought? What do you think of that? Well, it, like, as Anthony said, um, you know, he reckoned that we were going to pick up strange noises with our recorders. And you didn't want to listen to your recorder on the way home afterwards. You were so like, no, I'm going freaked. to bed. Yeah. I'm not listening to it. And I, I was, I actually, as soon as you got out of my car when I dropped you off in the city, I actually turned on my recorder for about five minutes and I freaked myself out. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. There was, the, there was something weird, like, there was. The, the, what do you me, think? For me, the most intense part was up in that room. Um, yeah. Because... I always remember when we started doing the planchette and both myself and Laurie heard it, the growl, and you can actually hear it on the recording. But the ferocity of which the table, because you, you got involved in the seance with them. I play the sound effect of the growl again? I could replay that there. Just yeah. To yeah, and here it is. That was definitely a growl, Pierce. And and I remember on the night thinking when I heard it, I was like, oh, sweet divine, because we were upstairs and I mean, I suppose to try and explain the room, it was two rooms, downstairs and upstairs. And Laurie had to leave because she got so uneasy. For me, my chest tightened. I got a, it was a musty type taste smell. And even for a couple of days afterwards, for about two days afterwards, my chest was genuinely still tight. Very much so. Do you know what I mean? I was the same. Yeah, it was, whatever it was, it was just, and the uneasy, I've never felt so uneasy. And I had done this with the lads before. And I remember we went to a castle in Canturk and I was so fine, but I was actually freaked. And I remember when you dropped me off, I was even free. I went to bed and I left every light in the house on because my daughter and grandson weren't there. Every light I left on. And when Laurie had that sense of unease, so did I. I was never so happy to get out of the room because when you guys were engaged in the seance, at one stage I put my hand on the table because I couldn't believe it was dragging four adults quite literally around the room. But I remember putting my hand on the table and just the ferocity of the force at which it was moving. And I have had people saying, oh, well, maybe one or two of them were actually pushing the table. No, they actually weren't because of the ferocity of the force. And you have to remember, I was watching for all these things and everybody's hand was just resting on the table. There was no white knuckle of someone trying to push it. But that ferocity was not anybody around that table. That was, it was a different type of force. It was a force I've never felt before. But I had that pain in my chest as well, Pierce. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. That was a weird coincidence. And it was, we were thinking, we were getting the vibe that somebody had died in a fire. Mm. And That's it was right. as if 
we were, and now Anthony in fairness was actually very sceptical about it. He was like, look, you might just be breathing extra hard to try and concentrate and stuff like that. But it's weird that we both did. And you did the seance last year. Did you have a pain in your chest? No. Last time? No, no, no not at all. Um, and I suppose you got involved in it. I didn't get involved in it. I kind of just stood around and watched G and I recorded stuff. And it was just the pressure. I remember when Laurie said she just got to get out. I was thinking to myself, thanks be to God, because I actually, I don't know if I could have stayed too much longer mm. in that room. Now, I know we then went outside to the castle and we did the same thing out in the grounds and it was the same result. And I know there was, you were kind of humming and hawing over it, but I actually thought it was a harder surface for a table to move yeah. because it was grass. I, I like, I, you know, look, I... I think it's important to be sceptical in a situation like oh, this as well. One hundred percent. You know. Yeah. Um. I was. I was kind of hoping that the Ouija board would have worked, or the. Do you know? And we didn't get anything off the Ouija no. board, and the now it radio, moved. Now it moved. All right. Yeah. And but the planchette moved, but there was no real messages yeah. being given out. And the same with the radio. The last time I did it with them, the radio was unbelievable. Like we got names mm. and everything being spoken out to us, and and that's the bizarre thing because I remember when we were in Canturk. And this name kept coming up. And then me and my buddy went investigating a number of weeks later and it was the same name of a young lady who had died in a car crash there a number of years prior. So I kind of had been hopeful that there might have been something come from that. There wasn't. But no. the table, the seance, that was the most powerful thing I've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it was crazy. It and was I remember crazy. there was one time I looked at you and the look on your face because you'd felt like somebody tapped you on the on shoulder. my left shoulder. Yeah. I actually did. It was just funny that you actually, I, that I cut, that, our eyes met just as it happened because I actually did this, get the fright of my life. Yeah. The radio was going behind me and there was, oh, you're Anthony. His eyes had rolled back into his head and he started making really weird voices. And then literally I got like this feeling of a tap on the shoulder. Yeah. And I, I and like I say, I'm sceptical, but I genuinely felt someone tapping me on the shoulder. And I remember too downstairs because we were upstairs I could hear all these noises downstairs and so could Laurie, like footsteps and banging. And I remember thinking to myself, oh God, we're not going to get out of here at all. (laughs) At all, at all. (laughs) Thankfully we did though. I know, yeah. We stayed longer than we'd intended. We should be there till nearly one o'clock in the morning. But it is one of those things like you're like, if we just hang on for another five minutes, we might get something more, we might get something more. Yeah. And I definitely would like to do something again in the future with the lads. Yeah. Next year. Next year, next Halloween. Yeah. But... There it is. There was our sweet velvet life. I don't know what kind of sweet spooky velvet. Special. Yeah, spooky velvet life. <laughs> the spooky velvet life special. Fantastic. But it was fun. It was an experience. I'm glad we did it though. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And definitely. listen, you listeners, we leave it up to you. See what you think of it. Uh, nothing that you heard was contrived. I can promise you that. Mm-hmm. Everything that you heard was as we heard it and as we experienced it on the night. And if you would like to share your thoughts with us, maybe you've had a spooky seance or you've had some spooky experiences, you can get in touch with us at sweetvelvetlife at gmail.com. And also maybe we've got in episode eight, we've got a really special guest coming up. Do you want to tell the listeners who we're going to have? Well, episode eight, lads, is the person who has given me my sweet velvet life. He is... The lead singer of a band that I absolutely live for. I'm so excited for this. I am so excited. He's an actual, he's a sound legend, yeah. literally a sound legend. He is a lecturer in WIT in sound technology. Okay. And he is the lead singer of King Kong Company, a Waterford band. They're a dance electro band. And I went to see them in Dolan's last week and I danced my pants off. Literally. And I've just been happy ever since. And one of my friends actually went up to the stage. Actually, uh, a wife of one of the members of Republic of Loose went up and told him that he made her very happy. So <laughs> Republic of Loose, who we are going to have one day on the podcast. Yes, May yes. I just throw that one in? We're going to get you on, Republic of Loose. <laughs> one day, one day. So if there's any questions, I guess, that any of our listeners would like to put to the lead singer, you can get in touch with us at Sweet Mark Club. Graham. And we'll ask him the question gladly in the podcast, which will be out next week. But from the spooky towers of our Halloween special. Happy Halloween. (laughs) That was like a witch's laugh. See you guys. Bye.